0: Hey. Hi. Woo. Hi. Huh. Hey, uh... Alright, I'm here... I'm here to give a, a movie review of the movie Breaking Away starring Dennis Christopher, Dennis Quaid, uh, Paul Dooley, Barbara Barry, Jackie Earl Haley, and some other people. Um... And it was directed by Peter Yates and it won Best Screenplay. Uh... In 1980, I guess for the Oscars, <clears throat> it is a, a coming-of-age dramedy. Centers around a group of young bicycle enthusiasts. Well, one bicycle enthusiast and other people who are and his friends who are mildly interested in bikes, and they are all sort of of the same uh, uh, working class. Um. And uh, they don't really know what to do with their life now that they have graduated high school. Uh, And the movie just sorta follows their various exploits as they sort of are meandering towards life beyond uh, their childhood and adolescence. Uh, And that includes a big bike race at the end and a lot of Italian uh, jokes. I've seen this movie before. I watched it with my dad. My dad was a big bike racer. He was probably like the same age as the people who um, are in this movie, or the characters I should say, because the people who play them are older. The characters in this movie were like 19. My dad was probably like 18 when the movie came out. So uh, he showed this to us in his kind of rush to want to watch movies with his children. Uh, as part of, like, a list of movies that he had saved for when we were old enough to watch with him. And, um, this was not the first one. This was, like, I don't know, probably, like, the the 15th or something. I I don't remember exactly. But I remember watching it, and I remember thinking, Huh, this is pretty good. This is not too bad. I even kind of remember relating to it a little bit. And then recently I kind of thought about this movie... Um, because I, I was under the impression that it was an early, uh, example of a wacky coming-of-age comedy, and so I decided to take a look and review it for this podcast, which, you know, i it's kind of silly because I have not seen that many wacky coming-of-age comedies, so I don't know how to compare it, but, um, that just happens. But I still wanted to talk about this movie because I, I enjoyed it. I found it to be a pleasant movie-watching experience. And, uh, you know, why not talk about it? There aren't a whole lot of people talking about this movie. Which, I mean, also makes sense. uh, Because it's not really, like... It wasn't super successful when it came out. And also, it's not a very impressive movie. It's pretty... It's a fairly small-scale and simple uh, piece of filmmaking. It's sort of... Its strengths lie in it being... It functions very well as a movie uh, and, and doesn't do too much more. But that's not, like, a criticism of the film. It's just not a movie that, like, makes an impact or is seen as important. That being said, it did win an Oscar, so that's also something. Um, but also, it is a movie that stands apart from a lot of the movies that I have seen uh, from, that came before it, at least, and even that came after it. Like, I can't think of a whole lot of films that come after this movie that really remind me of this movie, especially that I've seen, but also, like, the movies that I've heard of that came after it, like, in between this movie and, say, like, the mid-2000s. This movie that is very naturalistic, uh, I guess is, is the word in its writing. Um, and its performance, that that kind of naturalistic style really came in vogue with filmmakers like Wes Anderson, I don't know Greta Gerwig or something, and that sort of naturalistic dialogue uh, and you know naturalistic movies I would would call myself a fan of, and that was probably the reason that I was interested in seeing this again. Kind of the thing that I really that I really got out of it when I first saw it. And really that is mostly just the first scene of the movie. It's also kind of an interesting thing. The movie just goes right into it. Uh, it begins with the title card and four dudes talking, um, just having a conversation or and hanging out and the conversation hits close to home if you're, like, of the age that these people are, which are which is 19. When I saw this movie, I was probably, like, 15 or 16, and it still kind of hit close to home. The mannerisms of all the characters, especially, I think, Cyril, he seems very close to an archetype of a person that I would have hung around as a youth. I still am a youth, but, you know. When I was even younger, I definitely hung around people like him. And, you know, all these other people and all the, the emotions that they exhibit, you have... The more wide-eyed, positive guy of the group, which is David Dave, uh, the main character of the movie who's obsessed with Italy at the beginning. And you have the guy who's just trying to do everything right, uh, which is Jackie Earl Haley's character, Muncher, which is a great name. I love it. And then there's Dennis Quaid's character, who is very sort of angry about his life and uh, and kind of a hothead. And he exhibits that raw adolescent uh, anger in a very naturalistic way. And, and, you know, the way that these, the kind of playful antagonism between him and Cyril hits close to home. And it's pretty much all in this first scene. And it doesn't come too much later. The movie then sort of gets a plot. But for the first, I don't know, maybe like 20 minutes of the movie, the movie is just you following these guys uh, and them just living their lives And maybe, like, Dennis Quaid will give a monologue about how life used to be. And how his future is going south. And there's a lot of talk about the future because they recently graduated high school. And that this movie does, in that way, fit into that coming-of-age bracket. And it, like, goes down pretty much every character except for Cyril. Their personal lives, like, um, Mike, which I believe is Dennis Quaid's character you know, his older brother's a cop, and he has kind of a, a rivalry of sorts with the, the local university in Indiana. Um, and you have Jackie Earl Haley, who is trying to who get a job and get a wife. And you have uh, Dave, who aspires to being Italian, has an interesting home life with his, or his emotionally distant and very sort of deadpan father. Um, and his uh, very caring mother. I do find it very charming whenever, uh, when when Dave brings home the tr- trophy and he gives it to his dad for being the number one papa, uh, which is, I don't know, I found that very sweet. He was, it, it, and it gives you kind of the insight into Dave's character is kind of, you know, an optimist and and or a, a little bit more of a kind of a kind-hearted, uh, fair person, which sets his, you know, and it kind of sets him up to fail in the end and you don't really get the sense that he loses hope but he's a little bit dampened and he but he does feel bad about you know lying to this girl who he pretends to be italian and woos her and then things seem to be going very well but he in the back of his mind it's like i'm not actually italian um and you know it eventually all falls apart when he enters into a race with a bunch... A bike race with a bunch of Italians. And the Italians sort of screw him over. Which that's one of the main messages of this movie. Which is Italians are bad. Or at least Italian bike racers are. And that's a joke. Lol. That's a joke lol. Um, and yeah. He's he's kind of... He becomes like over the course of the movie. Even though you get a window into the, the personal lives of all these, these people... He's the one that you know the most and he becomes sort of the central focus and the main thrust of the plot towards the end of the movie where he sings a song of love to this girl uh, with the help of Cyril who plays the guitar and then Cyril gets beat up. And so Mike, being the hothead and having a beef with uh, the university, goes and um, picks a fight with the university students as a punishment then have to have the, the lower-class team called the Cutters, which pretty much just comprise our four main characters. They have to be allowed into the big bike race, local bike race with, uh, with the college people. And the, the college students are not necessarily happy about this, but it happens anyway. And, and guess who wins in the end? Our four main characters. And, you know, there's a you lied to me conflict of the movie with the girl and her scene where she finds out that he's been lying to him all, the whole time and to, uh, paired with the scene directly afterwards uh, is a, maybe a little, a little strange because, I mean, first, her reaction to him lying to her about being an Italian, I don't know. I'm, maybe it's just the fact that you don't spend a whole lot of time with them as a couple, Um, and like every, and it's kind of played for laughs, him pretending to be an Italian. So the fact that she gets really upset, it just, it kind of comes out of nowhere and she like slaps him for lying and goes off crying. And I don't know. I don't know. It it didn't really make sense to me, but then, and what makes less sense is that she comes back and tells him that he's going to do great things and that, and then she goes, to live with her grandpa or something. I don't know. Uh, or she goes to Italy, actually. She takes a trip, I guess, inspired by Dave. who is Who talks up Italy immensely when he's trying uh, pretending to be an Italian. Um, there's also a great scene in which somebody throws a bowling ball through some glass. I just wanted to bring that up right there. Uh, that happens during the fight between um, the college kids and the cutters. Arm me heroes. Um, somebody just tosses a bowling ball through the glass. And that is the last straw. Because the police come in. So. Don't throw other message of the movie. Don't throw bowling balls through glass. I think that's pretty solid. That's not a joke. Don't do that kids. And yeah I mean you know. Then there's the bike race. And then when he enters the Italian race. Or the race with the Italians. And gets uh, beat up by the Italians. Uh, he's, he's like. He drops the Italian act and everything, and then he goes back, and it's very, he goes back to his friends, and he's like, sorry guys, I didn't want to do the bike race, uh, and it's established that he is kind of the best biker of among them, there's seen, many scenes of him training to bike, uh, he's like, I didn't want to do the bike race, but I gotta do it now, and we can do this, even though everybody has kind of lost hope for, lost hope that they can win against the profesh." Uh, university people. And, you know, there's a big bike race at the end, and it looks... And, like, at the beginning, Dave is doing well, and then Dave has a crash, and he falls over, and then, uh... The friends have to sub in for him. And then, at the end, he straps his... his his feet to the pedals, and he wins that race. And the Cutters win. That's it. That's the end of the movie. Uh, There's also, you know... a kind of a subplot about him proving himself to his dad because his dad is embarrassed is comically embarrassed by the fact that he loves italy so much and acts so strange uh by his standards and when and that dave offers uh some customers at his used car dealership a refund and gives it to them he goes into a comic coma and then dave apologizes you know because he's learned not uh, partly because he learned the lesson about the italians but also uh, because he, is he, sorry that he gave his dad's money away, even though it's kind of played for laughs, but he does reconcile with his father. And his father accepts at the end, and watches him win the bike race, and is very proud of him that all day. All that good stuff. So in conclusion, is breaking away worth remembering? That is perhaps the question that I set out to answer. And what I will say is, is that, If you don't have anything else to watch, if you don't have something very important to watch, yeah, it's worth remembering. It's worth watching, I think. Um, It's a very pleasant, polite, relatively inoffensive movie that is, you know, charming. The strongest part of it, I would say, is, like, the beginning scene where they're just talking and hanging out. That's that's the scene that sticks out the most as being, like, wow, this isn't... This is interesting. And the rest of it, it it just comes together in a very nice, natural way. Nothing feels too awkward, nothing feels too dumb. I mean, there are some parts, but it's not, like, egregious or anything. Um, The performances are all really fun. Uh, I like... I do like... um, I think Dennis Quaid does a good job. I've only seen Dennis Quaid in The the Parrot Trap. So it's interesting to see him so young. The name Moocher is compelling. Overall, I feel like it's just a movie that you just put on whenever, if you just want. It's a nice kind of warm blanket of a movie, is what I would say. And so, I would recommend it. Hopefully, someday, I won't be stuck.